This is your boy, Comedian WD, a.k.a. Baby Idris, man. Look, man, I'm rocking with my homegirl, Michelle C, with the Can of Kissing TV. I'm ready, man. Y'all can follow me at Comedian Double D. Spend the word Comedian up, spread double, then D, man. Let's get it. I'm about to have some fun. Double D, a.k.a. Baby Idris. It's Jill of All Trades, Michelle C, a.k.a. DJ Make a Move. She cute. Your host of Can Kids TV everywhere you need to be. And if you don't know by now, it's not your typical interview, y'all. Candy Kisses, blown away. Candy Kisses, TV for tomorrow today. Throw that all the on that bitch. That can sound like Teddy Payne. Hi, this is Kim Cole, and you are rocking with Candy Kisses TV. It's your boy, Talon, baby. We're chilling. Candy Kisses TV with my girl, Michelle C. Don't take the cruise and no. And I'm back like I always do. Now, you know what I do each and every time before we get started. I got to threaten you a little bit. Go ahead and subscribe now. I'm going to tell you, Mama, act like she done raised you right. And you know how serious I am about it? I got to get my Aquarius sisters. Go ahead and let you know how real it is. I don't want to fuck nobody up. No, 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 no. family in our city so i had to i had to be funny because we got talked about we were poor we didn't have a lot of food a lot of clothes you know just a lot of accessories so i had to know how to be funny you know mm-hmm. take away the pain you know it took away the pain by me 
Uh, I, I knew I was going to be funny back then from, from the circumstances. I knew I had to be funny. I had no choice. And I was just always being nasty and funny anyway. As, as a kid, my mom would come home 3, 4 in the morning from the club, on her drunk friends, wake me up. I'm four years old. It make me, baby, Dan, do, uh, do that Michael Jackson thing. I did Dan that Michael Jackson. I got the headache at four years old. <laughs> Trying to dance and all that, four years old. My mom, look at me. I told my baby Michael Jackson. No, I'm like, man, I'd be so mad, man. But I knew I was funny coming up. And because I got my whole family's fun. Mama, grandmama, uh, sisters, brother, cousins, uncles. Everybody in my family. I'm not even the funny one in my family. That, that's the scary part. Right. And me being just come from those circumstances, I knew I was going to be funny. I knew I was going to be funny at five or six years old, to be honest with you. Because mm. I didn't know I was going to do comedy, but I knew I was funny. You yeah. know? So me coming up doing that, coming through the coming through from where I came from to where I'm at now, prepared me to be a great comedian that I am now because it it was it leading up to, to where I'm at now. You know, I had to be funny. Like I said, I had to be funny. So all my grandmama funny, sit down, boy, five, knock your teeth out into the back of your head. Like I didn't know how you can do that, knock your teeth in the back of your head. But, but I knew I I I knew then, I knew. I had to act right because you gonna I ain't wanna see my teeth come out the back of my head. So that I had yeah, so my mama my, uh, my grandmama said my breast smell like camel toes. I don't say anything, oh, you know what I'm saying? Nah, anything. But that just I knew I was funny. My mama, I, I remember this story. My mama had, you know, partials like fake teeth, right? Mm-hmm. And my grandma would tell, look, stop keeping, stop putting your partials near the dish disposal. I mean, what the watch the dishes at? Right. And she won't listen. And she went around and watch them and put them in that disposable man and watch my mama hold teeth down the thing, man. My and my mama had pliers, grip pliers, trying to take the whole sink loose. <laughs> I'm about, <laughs> trying to take the whole sink loose. And she got her teeth back, though. You know, you know, you know that has a, you know, a few little collard greens in it and all well, that. Like but, it. At yeah. least your mama got hers back, though. Because I had a back. Where my mom has partials and she was babysitting my dog. And for whatever reason, she had a partial on the nightstand and she must have like knocked it over on accident. My dog chewed them things up, boy. And she was like, you want to get your gum raggedy ass dog and t- ch- chewed up my partials? Uh, you know what's so funny though? I, I feel you because no, I have partials at the top, right? Mm-hmm. So, and, and my dog did me the same way. And Lavelle used to pick at me. I told Lavelle I was going to roll with Lavelle. And man, my dog got my partial. I said, what you talking about? I said, man, he was quiet. I'm like, why are you so quiet? Right. Man, I look at my bed, he going to work on my on my partial. <laughs> man, I'm pissed off, man. I'm mad. Now nah, I got a half a partial. Now I got to go and roll the bed with a half a partial. So I got to fix it in. Had to get the fix it in and put it. You know, you get to fix that in and keep it and hold it. Yeah. Man, I was on, man, I was in Cleveland at the Improv. It came, I was talking in the middle of my partial. They flew out, man. Oh! I, I, I mean, I played it so smooth. I like, I, I, I did a joke and I did reach down like, uh, and grab them and, and put them right back in. <laughs> you had a Mama D move moment. <laughs> I did that move like this. Uh, damn, pick them up. <laughs> oh my God. They didn't, so they didn't notice it? They didn't know, because they know, it was, see, it was small. Okay. Because uh, uh, the thing about it, it's in the house, so they think it's probably bubble gum or paper. I grabbed it so quick and I was, I was so smooth. 
I, I was, you know, wasn't discreet about it. I was like, ah, uh, uh, uh. you know, I hit that pole. I hit that pole. You get the thing in. Uh, uh, I put it because I fixed it in the hole for so long. You know what I'm saying? And fixed it probably a whole about nah, a good two hours. After that, you gotta go put some more back on there. <laughs> man, I was like, what? And, and my dog over there, man, I'm gonna put now so mad my dog. I ain't talked to him about a week. I'm gonna put him on Craigslist, but after that, I was like, boy, yeah, you go she was so mad. She was like, your dog, show your dog owe me three hundred dollars. I said, oh man, oh man, man, my part, man, my part was twelve fifty, twelve hundred. Man, I was so mad, Michelle. Man, <laughs> but that was starting the story. That was the story that you have to be funny. Sometimes here's the difference between comedian and naturally funny comedian. Mm-hmm. When you're naturally funny, you don't try hard. You don't have to try hard. Right. Natural, cause you so you, it's, it's organic, and organic. That's why my favorite comedian is Red Fox, mm-hmm. because he did it his way. You know, you know. I'm not talking about the storytelling, and yeah. he. I'm not. He's not a great storyteller. They might not think he got great material, but the way he did it, I like you the way he he stood for something. Red, my favorite. I'm I was surprised at Red Fox because you know I you know I'm. I knew him from Fred Sanford, and then I started knowing that he was a comedian. And when I heard his stuff, I didn't know he was so nasty. He's a vulgar somebody. Oh, well, vulgar ain't the word. Nasty, man. When you said nasty, man, you, you, well, I think you downplaying. He really works yeah. nasty. He red fox, <laughs> vulgar. Vulgar ain't the word for red. Red fox. You know you crazy. You get your special mm-hmm. in a, a coffee cup, but the coffee cup made out of a titty. If you look oh. at it, go look at it. It made out of a titty. I know. Oh my it's god! Go yeah. look at it special. It made out of a titty. It, it, it's a cup that made out of a titty. Man, Red Fox all the time. But I love the way he did it. Right. He put people on. He put yeah. people on. Everybody on that Sanford and Son was they they knew him. He 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 went and got them out the hood, not the struggle, and yeah. put them on the show. A lot of comics don't do that no more like that. Some of them still do it, but very few. He got him, he brought him in. Most of all of them from St. Louis. Mm-hmm. Elsa, so a lot of people don't know about him and Elsa, they were very close friends. Okay. You know, they, they grew up together. Okay. So he, he put everybody on. That's why I like Red Fox, because it's different being real and solid. You yeah. know, he's he, uh, he, he solid. I miss Red Fox, my face. But anyway, I'm, I'm, I'm going all the way off. You know me, I'm going to be just have fun. Just, you know, <laughs> hey, no. man. So my my next question is when did you um well, actually not when what was your first time on stage like? Woo. First time on stage. It was 29 of us when I first started. Mm-hmm. With Chris Tucker Comedy Cafe. Chris Tucker was the host. I mean, Ryan, it was Chris Club, but Ryan Cannon was the host. 29 mm-hmm. of us. I'm gonna tell you how hard comedy is. Out of 29, guess how many left out of 29? What three? We started together. Three. Three. Me, Mark Henderson, Fredo Davis. Yep. That's it. And I started, I was number 26. Mm-hmm. I was number 26. I went on stage. I was so nervous, man. I was I was nervous, but I knew I was naturally funny. I just didn't have, like, I didn't know how to put my jokes together. Okay. I didn't know the art form and how you go about writing joke punchline. I knew that I was funny. I always made people laugh. Right. But when I went on stage, I was waiting. I'm like, man, what's taking so long? Man, Ryan Carroll, 
you know, me and Ryan's best, you know, close, close friend to this day. Ryan, the homie, I've been here. Ryan Campbell. Yeah, mm-hmm. Ryan, Ryan was hosting. Ryan was like, man, you funny. Because a lot of most comments don't start out funny. 90% of the comments don't start out funny. And that's not a knock. Most of them don't. But they end up being a comedian. Right. You, know I mean? you got to learn the format. I wasn't funny when I first started out there natural. You know, mm-hmm. I didn't know how to make people laugh. And, and like, you know, comedy form, format for us. Boom, set up. Boom. Right. The premise set up punchline, you know. I didn't mm-hmm. know, hey man, what's going on, man? Look, man, I'm just talking, it right? Ain't funny, but I didn't know. I was like, oh, it's an art form to this. You gotta mm-hmm. learn how to. You gotta figure it out once you figure it out. You know, shout out to Sherman Golden, one of my people that brothers, friend that taught me everything. Tyler, the great Tyler Craig, mm-hmm. Black Boy, Barbara Carlisle, Key, you know, a whole lot. Marcus Cone. These people taught me on how to be a comedian and how to be a man. You see it. That's right. Candy Kisses TV have new merch. New merch alert. Shop CandyKissesTV.com. Not only is Candy Kisses TV the dopest comedy podcast in the game right now, but we have merch just in time for your vacations, your parties, all that. You got to get your drip right. So shop CandyKissesTV.com. Everybody shut up on me and shop CandidKissesTV.com One more time for dramatic effect Shop CandidKissesTV.com If you're sitting here and you're still looking and you ain't clicked the button to CandidKissesTV.com You're slipping and you're pimping Shop CandidKissesTV.com I know I say one more time but I was just playing Listen, go ahead and shop And while you're over there go ahead and subscribe to the YouTube channel So <laughs> I learned my, my first time on stage was at Chris Tucker Comedy Cafe. And it was an experience, man, because I, I, I actually did okay. I actually okay. did okay. I, I'm not, I'm not going to say and lie. Man, I killed the guy standing ovation. No, no. Right. Michelle, I did okay. My first time on stage, I did okay. Now what like now I know I'm you know I'm new to being on the stage. I ain't new behind the scenes with comedy, but how like people people say you never get over the nervousness. Is that true in it for you or true? Fact. I'm gonna tell you what. Chris uh Steve Harvey told me this. I never forget this. He's like double D. When you stop being nervous before you go on stage, you need to stop doing comedy. Okay. I'm like, what? I didn't know what that mean. Like, what are you talking about? He's like, it means you lost ambition for the game. You just doing it. You just going through the motion now because of the money or whatever the case may be. But you ain't got no love for it, no admiration for it. I'm like, oh man, because you think about it, 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 it makes sense. When you're not yeah. nervous, okay, how long you been? I've been doing comedy. Next year be my 25th year. Mm. So I'm still nervous before I go on stage, which is a good thing. Yeah. At some point, you get to the point you've been in your career so long, you just like, I'm tired of this, man. I want to give up. I want to do something else. And right. you lose drive. You lose your drive. And it's just natural sometimes. I, I, I had a quick comment. I thought about quitting comment 10, 15 times. That's <laughs> you know what everybody's saying. Hey, man, Michelle, it's just what it is. You're going to have to go. It, don't nobody want to go through the rough draft. Everybody see the finishing product, but they don't see the rough draft. True. They don't see what you got to go through to get to where you at now. Down with Tyler Perry at now, where he went through homeless and all type of Taraji P. Henson, where she had to drive from DC, her and her, her, and her son, and sleeping in the car. They don't see that, you yeah. know. 
So, but it's the drive. You, you got to just keep going, man. Keep going. But, man, I, you know. I know when I get on, like, I'm always chill before, you know, this, before they call your name. I'm I'm cool. I'm like, whatever. You know, most comedians are like, no, nah, just leave me alone for a second until, I, you know, when I got off the stage, I'm cool, whatever. And I'm so calm, cool, collected before I get on the stage. But as soon as they call my name, I'll be like, oh, shit. <laughs> That's when it hit me. I'm fine no, before you say my name. I'm like, oh, nigga, now I got to do it. <laughs> you got to do it. You got no choice. Oh, you can be asleep. And I remember the great Charlotte and Charlotte. Charlotte be laying. I seen Charlotte laying on the back, sleep. I'm talking about comatose. They call Charlotte name. He jump up. Where am I now? What in the world? That man, I was like, bro, how you do that? You was just comatose. You was right. asleep. And he jumped right up. That's just the brilliance of the. And the awareness you have to have as a comedian, like right. to to know that we go through so many different situations and problems and roller coasters up and down. We still human beings. We just right. blessed to be comedians. So we deal with so many different things as well. Now you got to go on stage with boom. I got to pay my rent tomorrow. Oh man, got all the money. Right. I got to do this, man. My kid ain't loving school. My car broke down. There's so many scenarios, different scenarios. But you gotta push into your subconscious and still go out there and be funny. So right. it's only natural to be nervous. It's just a natural reflex to be nervous. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. if you're not nervous, that means you ain't got that drive no more. So I'm still nervous to this day. I'm still yeah, nervous. I'm, I'm always I've been as long as I've been in public speaking and all that. It don't matter what I'm what platform I'm on. I'm always nervous. I don't know what it always is. But I just never <laughs> never get over it. But as a comedian, I know you have to be a writer. When did you know you was a good writer? When, when other comedians call you and ask you to tag their material, um, mm. help you write for something. Hey, man, I, man, can you tag this? I got so many calls, and I'm not going to call them names because they're my friends, and they yeah. help me out on my material. But I, 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 yeah, I, I, I didn't tag them, and I wrote a lot for a few people, for a few comics. And when you know you can write, it just, it makes your set so much better. Like me, I never had structure, a whole lot of structure in my set, but I knew how to write. I didn't have the structure because I'm a scatterbrain. I'm all over the place. Like mm -hmm. uh, me and Tony Roberts, kind of the same. Mm -hmm. We so funny, but sometimes we'll be all the place. You can't remember what we're talking about because ain't no structure. We ain't no substance for what we're talking about. Right. So. I had to hone in and do my jokes from my point of view so people can understand they go on this ride. The Keys, one of the right. best I ever seen do it. The Keys, Tyler, Dave Chappelle, I can go on and on. It's just the veil, it's just the way they think. So it's, 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 it's different. Yeah, I know. I know. As a writer, like I've always wrote my whole life, like whether it's poetry, music, or whatever. So the funny thing is, when I write, I write like if I write a joke, I write it like a poetry, like poetry. I didn't poetry. break it down like that. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, I, I can tell you, a good writer. You know, what I'm saying you a good writer. You know, some people, some comedians, just not good writer, but they great comedian. A comedian yeah. can write their material, and they'll go out there and kill the material, but. Sometimes the you know what I'm saying the people that write not super funny comedians. You know what I'm saying? Right. They're just good writers. And like you know funny, but you may not be able to be funny. You you gotta know how to deliver it. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of comics can't deliver their jokes. Yeah. They, 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 they can write it, 
Just like R. Kelly. R. Kelly in high school, but he mm. know how to write for people because he had that, that gift, talent. Yeah. So if you can write for, I say, Michelle, you know, coming in this game, still, I'm still learning. I said, be well versed, be well around it. Do it if, 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 if you do everything, podcast, you can skits, writing, acting, whatever you do it all. So that you way, that's why my name is Dilla Altray, but I'm doing it everything. Whatever they say, hand me, let me try it. I'm gonna try everything. Try. I ain't gonna try as women because I don't fuck like that. But I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try everything. But, but well, you gotta. <laughs> You silly man, but you gotta be able to do that so you won't be stagnant. Stay yeah. in one place because you're trying to focus on one thing. Uh man, I'm just gonna focus on comedy, but there's so many different avenues. Yeah, because that... I get more easily, so I definitely, yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Now so, in the I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. You good. In the entertainment business, if that wasn't your passion, what career path do you think you would have took? See, that's the hard part. I knew you were gonna ask me that. I knew, I knew it. But you know what though, Michelle? That's a hard one, cause my initial I, I wanted to be a fireman. Okay. I would have been a fireman. Cause I I, I just like helping and saving people. That is who I am. That's my personality. Now you know I how hard it is? Very hard. First of all, the jacket bigger than me, way more than me. So okay. <laughs> but you know something funny? I'll be careless about it. <laughs> Put somebody on my shoulder. Hey man, help me get up. Hey, y'all carry me out. <laughs> but you know, but you know, so funny. A friend of mine, and we fell out to this day. A, 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 a friend of mine, before I prior to comedy, he was a, a lieutenant. Oh, I'm sorry, a lieutenant mm-hmm. in the fire department. Now he told me, "Little man, come down." And all you do, come down. I got you. You come down with the application. I'm gonna push it through. Okay. I got there, right? I sat in the parking lot about an hour and a half. And then I I was just, I was scared to take it in. Why? So I'm telling you the story. I'm telling you why. Because it wasn't meant for me to do this. It was meant for me to be a comedian. The next, the next, the next month, I started doing comedy. Mm. After that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. The next month, I started doing comedy. I'm like, ah. Uh, I didn't want to do that. We fell out. Man, why you didn't come in? I put my name on the line. I didn't go in. And I ended up doing comedy. And I ain't looked back since. Wow. I yeah, back since a fireman. I would have been a fireman. I don't, I, I, you know, I don't, it ain't a whole lot of black people, that, black men that want to be a fireman. It's a few, but it ain't a lot. Yeah, I, I only know a handful. Like, I know, like, maybe three personally, but yes, it's only a few that I know that want to do that. Black men don't like to get burned. We ain't trying to get burned. We don't like fire. We don't like fire. Man. Oh, no. We don't like fire. <laughs> but I, I would have done, I played football. Okay. Football, football, football was my first love. I said football, my first love, then fire. But sure, football dangerous too. But I play. I was just an athlete. I played football, baseball, and basketball. And ran cross country. Oh, wow. So I was an athlete. I ran a 4-3 in the 40. Candid Kisses TV is brought to you by Kissable Lips Cosmetics. You can be kissed without kissable lips. Shop kissablelipscosmetics.com today for all your beauty needs.
I was just, you know, I had a few colleges looking at me. You know, oh. I just decided to go, you know, comedy. Yeah. Yeah. All right, man. Sometimes I'm like, man, I've looked back like, dog, I, I, man, I should be, I could, I could be making a quarter million dollars a year if I was a fireman, man. God, dog, what, what I'm thinking about. I'm still doing comedy, man. But I could have been playing football. I could have played for the Hawks. I mean, the, the Falcons. I could have that's played, the, know, that's the life of an entrepreneur because people don't even realize comedy is this entrepreneurship. If you, you, right. you're your own lane, basically. Right. So, well, if you so, wrote a TV series today, what would it be about and what role would you give me? If I wrote a TV series today, it would be kind of similar to, uh, it's so funny, kind of, it, 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 it would be a cross between Mark and Samson's son, because they, they're my two favorites. Okay. So it, it, would, it, it, it would be, funny thing about this, you know, Miss Pat, I, I talked about how, many, how close Miss Pat is, right? I could see you playing annoying auntie, you know, <laughs> coming over, you know, uh, or annoying next door neighbor coming over and want to borrow stuff every 10 minutes. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? I'll be the uh oh I'll, I'll be the auntie that uh that'll uh, push over her husband, you know. Go in that fifty so you push me <laughs> But I know they probably your character, but I know you can I, I know you got range. So I I, right. I would write a sitcom about kind of, you know, me being me to move out from the hood into predominantly white neighborhood. Okay. And still and still being me with my wife and kids and still had the same like thought process of how I used to you know how, you know how I grew up. You mm -hmm. know, smoking weed, going on you might go out and smoke weed on, on the balcony in, in your white neighborhood. Hey man, what the damn are you smoking weed? <laughs> you know, right. I'm like that. Being still being real and knowing that I didn't came from this to that. Now I said, man, I'm with the white people so I'm in a different bracket now. Right. I'm in a different bracket. I can do what I want to do. I got a pool. I ain't know how to swim when I was coming up. I got a pool in my backyard. I so know that's people, right. I, I had white friends coming over, jumping in the pool. Well, now that so, sounds like we need to write it so we can get on, get it, get it together. <laughs> <laughs> you know you own it, boy. You know you you stay on it. You know you're gonna be on it. I got Everything you. you see me. If I need to start the writing you and you finish it, hey, let's get it cracking now. <laughs> <laughs> now, what did you what was something valuable that you learned during the quarantine time? Oh man. Ooh, who really had your back? Mm. Who really had your back? Who didn't? Yeah. Then it let you know and it makes you it, it makes your face stronger. Cause it showed you at that time right here at your vulnerable, your most vulnerable time that, man, you better you better appreciate life and you better be a hustler. It made me a hustler. It, it, it made my hustle stronger. Because yeah. I had no choice. When, when, when the pandemic hit, you know, entertainers were hit hard. We were hit hard. Mm -hmm. So I didn't cry about it. I said, let me go out here and let me figure something out. So what I did, I got my wife and my kids, my wife was a DJ, my kid brought me on stage. I set up a, a pallet in my bed, in my living room, and I did comedy on live. Mm. I was on, I was on live, Facebook live, uh, no, Instagram live for 28 minutes. I made $450. Oh, you're going to have to show, show me that sauce. You're going to have to show me that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, see, see, you know what's so crazy thing about it? 
to watch y'all tell comedians, like, man, how you do that? Man, I can't do that. I can't stand in front of no audience. I, you got to train your mind. See, I took acting class. I, I mean, I, I started with Dwayne Boyd and Nick Conscious. Me too. So I've been acting, yes, you know what I'm saying? I mean, I, I, I can tell you, I can tell you, I, I can tell you about it. I already know. You're going to be in some one day. I already know what it, I don't know what it is, but you're you, you going to be in a sitcom or you're on talk show. Your lips, God, I know it. Let's make it happen. <laughs> I already know it is because you got it. When, you know, you enthusiastic. You know, you got enthusiasm. You're very enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. So, and you're very curious about learning and, do, you know, and making yourself better. So I know you, yeah, you're going to do something big. And, and I, I train my mind. Look, man, you got to train your mind and about the audience. Don't worry about the audience. There ain't no audience here. You got, when, see, one, I, I try to tell people, in this business, you, you choose to be a bad relationship or good relationship. When people like you, genuinely like you, it don't matter if you're funny or not, they gonna help you. They gonna rock with you. That's why they know I'm funny plus my personality, who I am. That's right. why they tip me in my virtual tip jar. <laughs> right. You know, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to seem like you're begging. Man, cash out me. You know, cash out me. Man. No, that sounds like you're begging. You got to be more, more smooth about it. Virtual tip jaw. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I mean, if if you want to, you can. If you don't, it's all good. But they, they tip me because at the time, people so, like, want to get out, go mm-hmm. outside, but they had no choice. They had to stay inside, so they want to be entertained. Yeah, they just want to see some form of entertainment. Mm-hmm. That's why I did what I did. And most comedians are like, man, how you do that, man? I went on that, man. I can authenticity, man. Right. When you authentic and genuine, people can see through that stuff. When, you know, when you're real and fake. When you authentic, man, just be authentic. Be yourself. I'm me. Who I'm me. The Sherry, you've seen me a few times. You see me. I'm the same silly dude. I'll stay on stage. Am I lying? Right. I'm the same person. You just gotta be authentic, be genuine. And I was, that's why I was able to make that four. In 28 minutes, I made $450. That's amazing. That's dope. I, I put my own backdrop together. I, I got a big backdrop of me. I got a poster of me. It's kind of like a big boy, about eight, about eight to 10 feet, but it's huge. Mm-hmm. Got my picture of me on there, you know. And I put that backdrop, and boom, I got a couch put in front of it, and boom. Go my, you know, my fan page, Comedian Double D. You'll see on Facebook. Oh, you see, I did. Yeah, man. Of that one, I had a 2,200 people tuning in. Wow. At one time. Don't and you, one time. you've been in the game for a minute, too. So, you know, all them people with real fans. They weren't just random. Real they fans. were real fans. Real fans. Some of my kin people, some people I went to trade with, some hey, people that from the streets that follow my journey. All mm-hmm. of them, they just want, they want to support me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They, they, you know, they, and they were looking for some. To find to support me, they, they, they'll find. They'll try to find a reason to support. Me. Other yeah. than that, I'm I'm funny. Like man, they come on here entertain us. I know that's right. And, and that came back and did another another female DJ in the building. You know who in there? I said, shouts out to your wife. Another female DJ in the building. <laughs> you know we rare. Hey, like, I'm DJ hey, too. Okay, rare though, with some females. <laughs> Very rare. But you think about it, black women, just y'all y'all dope. Ain't no way around it. Y'all just dope individuals. Y'all. One thing about a black woman, y'all, y'all gonna make it happen. Period. You ain't gonna complain yeah. about it. You you gonna go out there and make it happen. That, that was that was that, man, that was y'all do. Y'all make it happen. Well, we ain't stronger than y'all, man. Black men ain't stronger than black women. They ain't close. <laughs> <laughs> y'all gonna y'all gonna make it happen. 
you know what I'm saying? Regardless, she said, man, let's go. Let's, oh, let's go. Boom, let's do this. And she was down. She got my back. I got her back. You know, my, you know, my wife was an actress. Man, my wife got two movies. You know, you know my wife was an actress. All my right. wife got two movies. Man, my wife got two movies. You know okay. what I'm saying? She done two movies. So she known, she knew all that. She was a model. She knew I'd do all that. Now, now she, she's a school teacher. She said she wear a verse. She, she wrote, she, uh, uh, she write poems, all that. Did you, you meet know, her? In, in, did you meet her like in acting, or you just met her somewhere else? I'm, I, I met my wife in a play. Me and Tyler Craig were, you know, we were the, the two late stars in the play. Me and Tyler and uh, White Chocolate. It was a stripper named White Chocolate. Okay. She was well known, and in 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 the movie called this play was called uh, The Dancer's Story. That's cool. and, my just told me the other day yeah. she said sometimes you meet your 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 mate in your purpose. Facts. I'm like, why well, ain't mine yet? But maybe he coming around. Hey, hey he, he coming around. He be around, <laughs> Michelle. Hey, you dope individual, man. You hey, you got personality. Hey, that's oh, that's gonna come. That's 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 gonna come. That's easy. Well, during the quarantine, everybody was mm -hmm. really like stuck on that versus. So. Which one was your favorite verses? Ah, uh, we talking about that yesterday. That's so funny you said that. Now it's so many, Michelle, but I'm gonna be honest with you, Michelle. Mm -hmm. Ooh, it's so many, man. And I forgot. Now, my favorite one because of I said DMX and Snoop. Now, okay. now, but the most underrated and slept on, the probably one that un might be one that might be the best and not the best. E40 and too short. They, they surprised me. Yeah, I didn't That's see all problem, man. It, I saw That's, some of them. Man, they got hits for days. But I think Snoop, too short, my favorite, and I will go with. Oh, so many, man. Then you got uh, Beanie Man and uh, oh. what's name, Bobby Vuitton? What's name, Bougie? I don't know his name. I know you're talking about I don't about. know his name. Him. Uh, I'm going to tell you it was another good one. Hey, you probably got this one. What? Red Ham and Kurt Franklin, they killed it. No, I, that was that's my thing. That's my jam. I, yes, I watched that one. <laughs> they, they, they're in my top three. Yeah, Kirk Franklin, he put on a good. I said before I leave the earth, I got to go to a Kirk Franklin concert, and I and I went. That man put on a show. Yes, and you and we still know what he do for a living. They got time for Martin. What did you do? <laughs> right. well, see, I hope that uh, I. I uh, uh, you know, you know, a lot of people don't know that, but I did a warm up for the uh, for the gospel award when uh, you know Yolanda Adams was hosting. I was the warm up. Oh, nice! So, uh, it, it was called the uh, the, you know, the Trailblazers of Gospel. Okay. Yeah, and they were honoring uh, BB and CC. Nice. Yeah. yeah. But they were, they, you know, they were mean to me. But I talk about it on another day. Next gospel day. awards was mean to you. I ain't man, never seen. They were, they were so mean to me, man. They oh. were so mean. That's I mean, Yolanda was nice. Well, yeah, yeah, I met Yolanda a couple times. I've been to mm -hmm. a lot of different awards, like you know, doing makeup behind the stage. But the only time I ever felt like some type of way might be the BET Awards because you know they don't give a shit about us. But yeah. the, I've never had a problem with the Gospel Awards. That's the first time I ever heard that before. <laughs> it's, it's crazy, man. I, I don't know what it was. I, I think it was, it was a series of events that happened. Yeah, I think okay. about it. First started, it started late, hour late. People, it was cold. People, it was 28 degrees. People standing in line. Okay. Man, it was, it was, it was, a, it was a whole, and then in the middle of the, the taping, it, yeah. it was on TV One. The, the whole stage fell. Like oh, the whole yeah. backdrop. Yeah. So it, it, it was a okay. lot. Now that makes a little bit more sense because everybody was frustrated. Yeah. They ain't know what the hell to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they, right. yeah, it, it was bad. Yeah, but go ahead. I, I, 
I don't come back over and talk about that. Before we get I, I, um, out of the verses, if you could put any verses together, oh, right? Jesus and Jesus, I'm sorry, Jesus and uh, Gucci, but go ahead. So, if you could put a verse together right now that like that that hasn't been done yet, who would you? I already tell you, I'm, I'm gonna cut you out right now. Uh, Chris Brown and Usher. Chris okay. Brown and Usher. Uh, uh, that'd be the first one. Jay Z. I think the only person that can go against Jay Z. I don't think about beating Jay Z no verse, no rappers. He just got too many. He, he got too many. Oh, I, no. I, I, Kanye can't beat him. Drake, the only person that probably hang Drake and Lil Wayne. Drake probably can hang with him. I was gonna say Lil but Wayne. I, think, I was gonna say Lil Wayne. Yeah. Drake and I, I, I think Drake and Kanye be a good match. But, yeah. I mean, they're a good match. But they about to my Nas and Jay Z. Jay Z, Nas got hit, but he ain't got he ain't got hit like Jay Z. He don't. He got hit like Jay Z. He got hit like Jay Z. Jay Z got some bangles. Man, I'm telling you. But I say Drake, I would want to see Drake and Kanye, and I want to see T.I. and Lil Wayne. That, that's now, what I'm T.I. and Lil Wayne. No, no, no. People are scared of T.I. Me and T.I. born the same day. I'm going to tell you right now. I'm going to tell you right now. Don't about want, don't too many people want to smoke with T.I. Not in no verses, man. If people don't, they don't understand how many hits this man got, man. Yeah, I'm not like, being biased. Me. I'm going to tell you something. The only person I know that would probably be T.I., and it would be hard. Like I said, you know, for the name, who has his name? Jay-Z, Wayne, Kanye, mm -hmm. and Trey. The, 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 the only four I see being T.I. T.I. got too many hits, man. Yeah. He got too many. Why you think he been calling so many rappers out and ain't nobody took his challenge yet? So what I tell you? Mm -hmm. 50 Cent ain't took his challenge. Boss ain't took, none of them. T.I. tough. T.I. Yeah. tough, man. He yeah. just humble. T.I. tough. But I, I think T.I. and a little Wayne would be a good matchup because they, yeah. yeah. I still think yeah. Tip will win, but I think that would be a good battle. He, I tell you what, Tip got no song to do two verses. Easy. Mm -hmm. Easy to do two verses. He's just that gifted. Dwayne, two verses. Dwayne, one of my greatest of all time. Yep. I love Dwayne. He's my top team. You ain't never lying. But, but I will go with Usher, Chris Brown first. I will go with Jay-Z, Kanye. I mean, Jay-Z. I don't know why I put Jay-Z, because Jay-Z is in his own class. Yeah. But I would go with Kanye, Drake, T.I., Wayne. Okay. I might put L.L. against, um, L.L. against, um, against, um, uh, no, L.L. and Buster go good. L.L. and Buster go good. I think they go good. I guess. I mean, like, I know L.L. got some, some bangers, but I don't, I don't think, I but, think. Buster tough. Man, you better well, go, you better go research no. Buster Brown. But I don't know if they got the same amount of hits together. Like, I think, like... Oh. Hey, so you ain't older than me. I don't, but I'm going to tell you something. You better go do your research with Buster Brown. I know he leaders of a new school. I know I know his, his stuff. Man, you know how many collabos this man got? <laughs> now, yeah. Okay, now, we're talking about collabos. That's different. But I'm just talking about him as a solo. Like him as no, a solo, no. I don't know. See, if versus that. everything, versus yeah. solo, duet, whoever you well, wrote for, and all that. That's, that's true. Man. We got Pascal You he got man, uh, this man. Okay. He got a song with Janet Jackson. Yeah, he made a song with oh man, this man. Trust me, Buster. No matter what, oh, Ryan Carey too. Let yep. me tell you something. Yep. I would love to see. I would love to see Whitney and uh, uh, Mariah Carey. So what are we gonna do? A, a hologram of, of Whitney? You know what I'm saying? If she was still living, I was <laughs> well, you ain't know, nobody it, be. It's two people, ain't nobody beating. In no verses. 
R. Kelly. Ain't nobody be on Kelly. No, no, no okay. You can put, you, you can play him all. You can play him all them together. R. Kelly can do at least five verses by himself. Yeah, five. Can I, yeah, yeah he, 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 to him would be yeah, Michael Jackson, Michael Jackson, or Prince, and he ain't gonna, and they ain't gonna be my, and, and they still can't be our killer. Our killer got, cause he ain't wrote for most of, he ain't wrote for, you know, I'm song he didn't wrote for Michael Jackson. No, <laughs> I, I know he, he wrote for, I didn't know he had a grip of him. What? Wow, I didn't know that. You're not, a, you're not alone. Okay, I knew wrote, that. Uh, fortunate for. Uh, for um, yeah. Maxwell, he wrote yeah. "Love for Music Soul Child." Oh wow! You know what that do? Now that you say that, that does make sense. Cause it, even the way it's arranged, that it do sound like an R. Kelly song. On and on and on and on and on. Yeah. Here I think you know here's all talking about when we was talking about what comedian can do with jokes, but can't perform it on stage, vice versa. Right. R. Kelly probably could. R. Kelly could. He knew he could have sung that song the way Maxwell sung it. Right. Fortunate. You know what I'm saying? He knew he could have sung that song the way Michael Jackson song, You're Not Alone. He right. knew he couldn't sung love the way, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, if I do, if I pick my verses, I'm, I'm like, I like hip hop. I'm, I'm an R&B fan. I want Drew Hill and Silk, hands down. That'll shut it down. Silk, Silk, my favorite group, but I think Drew Hill got more hits. I don't know. I think if, if we just doing 20, I think they equally got 20 they dope equal. hits. So, all right. Well, before yeah. we move on to our segments, name one of okay. your favorite female comedians. Whew. What? Oh my God, man! Some more. Okay. Any particular yep. reason why? Some more, just man. She just I love her comedy, man. Not just gonna be cool, we friend, but more, more different. Some more different. <laughs> Man, she is different, man. You know, Dominique, one of my closest. That's my girl down. right there. Uh, 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 that's, 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 that's my friend. Yes. That's, that's a real friend. But if it, 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 Pat Brown, hey, man. But some more, some more different. Some more. I love Dale Giving. I love all the questions. Some more just, she stand out with me. And, and she was the first comedian to put me on the tour. She stayed writing, and she stayed writing. Nobody liked about her. She stayed. She's a writer. Me and her husband, we are close, Wayne, and mm. he writes. Some more writes all the time. She still writes. She don't get lazy. She's not lazy. And baby, she stay fly. If I, I'm t- listen, she hilarious, but she also stay fly. <laughs> uh, hey man, Samoa will put on a. Samoa will put on some. She'll wear that chair. And still make it look good. Okay. <laughs> she put that chair on and put some boots on the chair. <laughs> hey, mm-hmm. some more, hey, some more, some more dope, man. She dope. Oh, hold on one second, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's so many, but I, I said some more. Name one entrepreneur you admire and why. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, man, so many. Ooh. Kevin Hart. Uh, Kevin Hart because he's not he's very unselfish. See, mm-hmm. one thing about team, everybody needs a team. You can't do you, you can't do it on your own. Kevin Hart, he makes sure his team around him grow and eat. Not just him eating and growing. Right. I like that because he's an entrepreneur, he's a hard worker. He go out, he protects his brand, 
he, Kevin Hart just embodied what a real entrepreneur should, you know, should look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he always giving. That's why he's still blessed. He keep giving. He keep giving. He keep giving. He go out. He took his platform, and he knew what he had, and he took it to ten more level. He put mm-hmm. his own. He, he put his money up. His own production. Got his own. Kevin Hart is self-made. He's self-made yep. now. He do a lot because he created his own, you know, platform. Like, okay, I got my name now. I'm a superstar, but let me take my money, invest in me, so everybody can eat. That's, That's what I it. love about, you know, Kevin Hart, man. He was so himself and one of the nicest celebrities I ever met. Right. Because the one thing I like about him, too, is because it's like you, when you do make it big, what difference does it make if you ain't got nobody to share it with? Because it's like, okay, you right. make it big and you live in this big house by yourself and being lonely. So you Fact. need to share it with somebody. <laughs> Fact. Fact. You're absolutely right. Now, what are some words of wisdom you would give any coming, any com- upcoming entertainer entrepreneur? Uh, believe me, simple. Sometimes simplicity is, 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 is so underrated. <laughs> simple. Believe in you. Because if you if you hear the nature, if you allow the outside noise into your head, it can affect the way you think. It can yeah. kill your drive. It, it can make you insecure. You know, people. How many people told me my 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 when I was 15, 16, My teachers, two of my teachers, told me I, I was gonna be dead in jail by the time I'm 18, 19 years old. Mm-hmm. So if I were to listen to them, like then. You gotta believe in you, believe in you. I know it so, sounds so redundant. You gotta believe me. You really gotta have, ain't nobody gonna love you and believe in you the way you believe in you. Believe in you, stay consistent, stay focused. That's all you gotta do. You'll you be fine. You ain't never lied about that. Well, now we are getting ready to move on to the segments of the hour. And the mm-hmm. first one is kiss or diss. This is just celebrity crushes. You decide who you kiss and who you dissing. All right, first one. Harry Hilson or Sierra? Who you kiss and who you dissing? Sierra. Okay. Oh, she kissed Future. She kissed Future. We have to go ahead. I can't kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't switch to the carry now? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. All she right. He's he smoking a lot. Yeah, he's smoking a lot of blunt. So go ahead. Janet Jackson or Chili of TLC? Who you kiss and who you dissing? Uh, this is Janet Jackson. Okay. All right. Ever since she got burnt by the iron on uh, on Good Time, you ain't gonna do any like that. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna kiss her because she smell like smoke. <laughs> yeah, she smell like, yeah. she, I ain't kissing about with a with a, a, a Walmart uh, iron burn on the back. Uh-uh. <laughs> All right, we got. Mary McLeod Bethune or Shirley Chisholm? Who you kissing? Who you dissing? Man, I would stick my leg in the hand bed before I kiss Shirley Chisholm. Ain't no way. I, I can put honey. I, 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 I kiss my, I, I kiss my ugly uncle for a buck. Okay, so, hey man, Shirley, no, I'm definitely dissing Shirley Chisholm. First of all, her name Chisholm. Let me tell you something right there. Anything you choose is not good. <laughs> you see, I, I love, I respect the children, children, but children, children, look like me with a, like me with a mini afro. Uh-uh. 
No. All right, so you, so you kissing Mary McLeod Bethune then? I, I, I take Mary McLeod. I take that chance. I take that chance. Oh, yeah. right. we're, we're moving on to GMG. That stands for what grinds your gangster? What is what are your pet peeves? Pet peeve means somebody don't like, somebody can't stand, get my nerve. Yeah. Man being late. I don't know, but I can't, man. I don't, man. I, I'm a stickler for time. I don't like that late stuff. You ain't the only one. Oh, my God. I like, I like to be on time. Man, uh, my wife to work from home upstairs. She to be late going upstairs. How you late going to work upstairs? <laughs> I ain't talking about two or three minutes. She's 15, 20 minutes late. Going all you have to do is roll over. How you late? <laughs> how you how you late going to roll over in the computer right there beside you? <laughs> we are moving on to DAQs. This stands for dumbass questions. They're just, you know, random fun questions I want answers to. What is the worst job you've ever had? Oh, my God. The worst job. I ever had a bell and pine straw. What is that? I did, like bundles of pine straw and put them up in bales. Cause you know people buy pine straw to put in the yard. Uh huh. I I hate that job, man. Bell and pine straw. I had so many jobs, but them the worst one. Pouring concrete in seconds. <laughs> Jeez, man. But building building a pine straw, man. I built up that rattlesnake one day. That was different, man. I love this truck oh. and everything. <laughs> I built up a rattlesnake. I love the truck and everything. Uh-uh. I would have been gone. <laughs> yeah, man. I, 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 I had this straw in the truck. I'm telling you. Did it like, did, like, how did you see it? Was you just in the middle of it and it came out? Yeah, I, I heard it around. I ain't oh, built wow. up though, but I'm like, oh, no, nah, that's just me. I ain't built <laughs> I ain't <laughs> Man, that's a wrap. That's a wrap. All right. Oh, yeah. If you hit East Side Stomp on anyone in your past that you know personally, who would it be? If 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 I can what? If you could east side stomp on somebody in your past with no consequences, who would it be? Uh I'm a, uh uh I've got my teacher name. The uh, one I you know you know that said that he, he you know they I'm gonna be dead by the time. <laughs> I east side stop on him. Not uh, yeah, look at me now. Look at me now. Three passport later doing comedy. Uh-huh. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, what you got to say about that? I know that's Maybe wrong. Maybe you have a ride. And he probably don't even know what a password is, so sure. No, he don't, know. he don't know what a password is. All right. But I forgave him, though. Yeah, sometimes mm-hmm. you have to. It's hard, but you, hey. Yeah. Name one song that you're embarrassed that you to admit that you like. Oh, man. <laughs> baby, shout to this baby. Shout <laughs> I love that song, man. <laughs> hey, Michelle, I can't even lie. <laughs> you know, one of my other favorites, though, you be like, W, get out of here. What? Man, that doggone song, Taylor Swift. Haters go, hate, hey, hate, hate. Oh, hey, yeah, hey, I do like that song. Man, I like that song. I don't know why I like that song. Oh. <laughs> I get you hear from your kids so many times. Like, oh, man, I hate that song, but I love it. But that was my favorite song. All right. Man, yeah. What is the worst name you would give a barbershop? Oh, man. Uh, don't go. <laughs> <laughs> don't go. Daddy. <laughs> don't go. Simple as that. Don't go. <laughs> All right. Last one. How would you describe Don't your- go with a logo like this. 
Show me the silhouette with this. Silhouette. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, what is the um? Uh, no, what is it? Um, how would you describe yourself in one word? Ooh, inspiration. Okay, that's a good one right there. Yeah, All right. we are moving. I, I, I uplift a lot of people. I, I uplift a lot of people. You know, with God really gave me that gift too. So, I love inspiring people. Oh, that's right. Sometimes you got. Yeah, to. Now we moving on to our fan favorite, which is "Opera That Thing Out." This is where you pick a song that you know at least one full verse to. It could be a rap song, it could be a nursery rhyme, it could be a theme song, but you have to sing in your best opera voice. Ah, yeah, yeah. Michelle, man, you play too much. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, be that, be that. No one wants to be defeated. <laughs> show me how I can show me what's right. Be that, be that. No one wants to be defeated. Show me how happy. Show from that right. So doesn't matter. All right, all right. Just be that, be that. Last but not least, we are playing our game Sing and Do. Now, Sing and Do is a family friendly game me and uh, my boy created over the quarantine. And all you're doing is singing the melody of a song, but you can only use the word do. We have different genres we got hip hop, RB, greatest hits, pop billboard hits, country rock old school TV things, party and dance hits. So I'm going to do three and I'm going to um, let you guess and then I'm going to let you do some. So I'm going to do R&B and hip hop because that's that's my lane. That's what I know. Okay. And you're going to try to guess. Are you ready? What's the name? It sounds like locks. No, nah, but it's, it's in that that that, that crew. Yeah, I know, I I know. Uh, Puffy, uh, what is that song, man? No, no, Puffy is right. What what's that? I know, I can't. I can't remember the song. I can't remember. Nobody no problem. That's what it is. I knew, I knew it. I said, I knew that song. All right, we gonna try. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. You, you better know this one. Everybody knew this one. Um. Uh, Bobby Brown. What's the name of the song? If it isn't love. There we go. It was about new edition, but I give you a point for Bobby Brown. New edition. New edition. All right. The last one I'm gonna give you. You you better know this one too. Kevin Campbell, can we talk? There we go. All right. Now, it is your turn. Let me see if you can get your dues up. Okay. Well, okay, <laughs> now I can. But I ain't gonna... You know I can't say. You must forget no, that. I'm going to hold the card up to the camera. Okay. And you okay. pick a song on here. And once you get the song that you want to sing, just let me know and I'll put it down. If you can't see it, let me okay. know just how to move the card. Okay. You got one? Hold on, hold on. I tell you what, 
Uh-huh. Uh, I tell you what, can I think of my own? Sure, go ahead. Hopefully, I'm I, 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 I'll tell you why. Tell you why, because I can really see it, even with okay. glass. Oh, I can't see. Okay. I can't see nothing. Okay, I still can see it. I think I seen friends. I don't think I seen. I, I can see, but um, uh, okay, okay. Um, kiss, friends. Is that it? Kiss? Yeah, yeah, kiss. That's it. Okay. <laughs> okay, let me see. Let me see. Uh, 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 you you, you, you got to do it. You got to use the word huh? do. You can only oh. use the word do for the melody. Oh. Mm -hmm. Do you? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oh, saying that you over here trying to be a ventriloquist. I can't even talk. Let alone try to be a ventriloquist. How you play singer, do what? How I did is how you play it. I don't know what he did. If you're interested in the game, you can order that singerdude.com. Double D, please let them know where they can find you again. If you got some merchandise, if you got some matter of fact, you got a show coming up, don't you? Yeah, I got a show tomorrow at Uptown Comedy Corner, man. Look. Look, man, me, Marlon Ballard, hilarious, feature, my feature act, Steve Brown's the host, the legendary Steve Brown. We'll be the all-new Uptown, come the corner at the new Uptown, all-new, Virginia Avenue, man, showtime at 8. Now make sure y'all be there, man. Tomorrow, follow me at Comedian Double D, Instagram, spell the word Comedian Out, Double D. My Facebook, on my fan page, Comedian Double D, the same, spell it the same way. My new clothing line, MarcelBlue.com. My middle name is Marcel. Okay. Blue, blue is my blue is my favorite color, so that's why that's how I came up with the name Marcel Blue. Brother Marcel, I got all type of shirt going out. Uh, you know, you know, look at some of my apparels and see what you think. Maybe even purchase a few. Uh, MarcelBlue.com. You know, the, the, the clothing line. You, we get a bit talk about that. I'm sorry, but it's all we, we, it's all we talk about it now. MarcelBlue.com, man. Y'all go M-A-R-C-E-L-B-L-U.com. Y'all go shop with your boy. Go shop with your boy. I got a few projects coming out. I just take care of on stage. Uh, I just you know the roast me. I take that. Uh, and, you know, they won't bring me back. Oh, yeah, man. I done, I, I done did a lot in this game. Am I where I want to be? Uh, I'm cool though, but I'm done a lot. But I'm proud, you know, that I'm still in the game and didn't give up. I'm still doing good, you know, doing okay. great. You know, God is good. But yeah, man, appreciate you. Thank you, Michelle. See, I appreciate you for allowing me, man. Because I don't do a lot of podcasts. I don't do a lot of, you know, but your, you know, when I first seen you, your energy was, you know, was so good, was so amazing. I was like, because you can't do everybody podcast. So some people be trying to do too much, trying to set you up, asking them, asking questions they even they even inform you about. <laughs> you, right. know, you know how they do it. So, and that's how so many people walk off uh, set, walk off podcast because, like, man, come on, man, we we talk about this. You still gonna ask me the question? I told you I want to, you know, but 
like I said, being authentic and being real and being genuine. Appreciate it, man. All my people out there, man, thank y'all for supporting me, going on this journey with me, man. We still going. It, it, look, ain't going to get nothing better. It's going up. Baby Idris. <laughs> and I appreciate I'm pulling up to the show tomorrow, so I will see you tomorrow. Man, I appreciate you, Sarah. <laughs> Make sure y'all tune thank in. Thank you, man. Monday Go and in. Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Candy Kisses. And subscribe. We out here.